G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. You're listening to Wednesdays with Wombat on SEN Track with Toby McKinnon. Horses that race in New Zealand, he knows. When they have their first start in Australia, he knows. What oil the trainers use in their cars, who knows. Nightexports at gmail.com. They know. Garrick R. Knight on Twitter. You know what I mean. Garrick, how are you? Morning, Chobes. Yes, no. <laughs> All right, mate. She's pretty average over here in uh, the land of long white cloud, Kiwi land. Uh, our country's getting battered once again. Um, so, yeah, tucked up inside with the blanket, the heater on, and immersing myself in horse videos. Oh, very good, mate. So, uh, I won't comment on that. So let's get straight into it because there's actually six to get through here. So, we've got a bit of work to do. Yarra Valley tomorrow, race two, number seven, Baxter. Now, uh, this is a Brent Lilly-trained horse, and for long-time uh, owners, the Dowlings, Wilkinsons, Letchers, they've fought a lot of horses with Brent Lilly over the time. They're a great bunch of owners, so they generally oh. seem to find an all right one. Yeah, I think, um, from what I understand, Brent has just bought two horses from Greg and Nina Hope over here in New Zealand, this being one, the other being a mare, pacing mare called Luella. Um, I'm not sure if it was a package deal, but I think it had the same owners pretty much. Um, yeah, you're right. Uh, Brent and those owners have a good strike rate. Brent obviously being from over here and, and from Canterbury, he has a fairly good understanding of you know, who to buy off and you know what to look for and everything, and that's been proven over many years. Um, this horse, I mean, his probably greatest. I mean, he's won six races. His greatest claim to fame, actually, he's a half brother to Mon Bay, who yeah. people um, would argue possibly was our most brilliant trotter um, of the last decade or so, just on on pure speed and ability. Um, and listen, well, Baxter's actually by Muscle Hill, so you'd argue actually even an upgrade on the sire, but not quite as good as his half brother. Um, but look, he, he's just a nice, versatile trotter. I don't think he's going to go to any great heights over there. Like, I don't see him banging out Saturday night uh, free-for-all trots in a row or anything like that. But yep, by yep. the same token, he's got no vices. He's pretty consistent. He's fairly versatile. He, he you know, he'll win, he'll win regularly and, and be a good ally for punters. So, um, yep, you, you can always include, include him this week and going forward in confidence. But don't expect him to come out and win by 20 metres or anything under a hog. Yep, yep. Ballarat race three, number three, and something I probably should say more to you for coming on and doing this segment, mate. Gracias. Gracias. Yes, um, interesting try to this. Felt really, really two-year-old by Royal Aspirations, um, who's a son of monarchy and very, very popular over here. His first couple of crops, tiny, but a lot of runners, a lot of winners, kicking a lot of goals. The, um, the stud master, Fred Fletcher, tells me, this time of year, he'd usually have about half a dozen bookings. Yeah. He's got 50. So this is a sire on the upswing. Um, Gracias. Picked up by Mervyn Meg Butterworth after its first start, which was a really nice second in a two-year-old trot. Second start, really disappointing. Um, just almost couldn't keep up. So I don't know whether it was sick or what. 
Um, so they bought it before that. It's now over with Snooze Venocio. Correct. Um, it's not physically impressive, this horse, but hey, he's only a baby, so we won't, you know, we'll cut him some slack. But just looks like he's a nice, nippy, wee trotter at this stage with good manners. So that's going to put him in good stead. I'll be interested to see how he develops over the next six to 12 months. Generally, they need a run when they're with Chris Sinocio too, mate. So it'd be interesting. Just uh, It's a bit of a sit and watch, if you ask me. When Whenever Chris has got one, he generally looks after him first up in a prep, you know? Yeah. This thing, uh, like all Murray Edmonds trotters, Murray, uh, obviously the former trainer and owner, and um, for those who aren't aware, Murray, unfortunately, has had, uh, had some poor health um, before him in the last couple of weeks. He's been in hospital. Um yeah, but Murray Murray's an old school guy, and all this trotter is very well educated. So, and this horse looks to be no different. So, yep, I'd say wait and see this week, uh, based on what you just said to me. Um, let Chris figure him out and get used to him, and um, and no doubt reap the rewards of that in coming months. Right, Penrith Knight. There's an interesting one. Race seven, number six, outside of the front there at Penrith. This is a Mick Boots own horse. Had one start in New Zealand called Maddie's Tiger, and it's trained by Jason Grimson and driven by Cameron Hart. It's a bit of an all-star connections around this horse anyway, so you'd expect it to go okay. Well, you just assume it'll win, probably, with that combination alone. Yeah. Um, but look, this horse, I, I watched this one start. Um, I thought it was actually quite good. It, was a, it says fourth, and I was, I was about to say it's probably a bit um, flattering because there's actually only five horses finished the race. But he did find the line really well. He's a little bit green. Um, he came from a trainer, Darren Simpson, who's down in Omaru. Not a heck of a lot of horses down there. Um, they can struggle to get them trials, you know, in, in, in company and, and things like that. So often they are a run short and a little bit, uh, you know, green when they go to the races. But I thought he was really good. Hit the line, ran through the line well, which showed really good speed. So um, without knowing anything further than that, you know, with with Grimson and Hart combination, um, the speed he's showing, I'm guessing he's going to be a winner and probably won a few in a row. Another Mick Boots one at uh, Wagga on Friday, race five, Ideal Dance. This one trained by Nathan Jack. Yeah, surprising. Supposed to see this one over in Aussie, actually. He's, he raced here in the summer. Same trainer as the one we just talked about, Darren Simpson. Bigger horse. Um, had the big, thick spreaders on. And Darren kept him to the grass all the all starts over the summer. Obviously, the grass tracks, they go slower, they're bigger, um, can sort of mitigate gate issues. So he did show a bit of gate speed the day he won when he drew one. But again, um, there's a few red flags there for me, and I would just prefer to see him. I know Wagga's a bigger track, as you educated me on a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. But I just would prefer to see him have a few starts before I put my neck out for him. Uh, Albion Park Saturday, uh, Friday night, sorry, the last race at 10.13. Uh, it's a discretionary trot. And there's a one for Tim Butt called Cocky Milk, which I think oh. I think I've said that right. It's an interesting horse. It's 34 starts, six wins, five placings. It's won the 60,000. So it's obviously goes okay, but its form, its figure form looks terrible. Yes. Funny you said that about the pronunciation. He was being called Cocky Milk over here. I watched the a trial on Tuesday, Tuesday or last week or somewhere. I've seen a trial somewhere. Hmm. I mean, last week, and I'm pretty sure from memory the the commentator. I'm not sure if it was Barsby or someone else, 
was actually calling him a slightly different variant of that first word. But um, anyway, I'll leave that up to whoever the caller is. Um, oh, it'll be Chris, I suppose, this week uh, to figure out. Look, yeah, he's a really nice trotter. Um, you're right, the, the, the figure form doesn't look great, but the best version of him um, was a competitive mid-grade trotter at Addington on a Friday night, which is generally, well, you know, similar to Baxter, probably just a touch more upside than Baxter. Um, you know, and he sometimes is an up, you know, up against some hard fields. So just trained off a little bit, and, you know, his, his racing performances this year have been as good. Uh, but his trial win last week was really nice. Tim, obviously, we don't need to remind anyone how good he can be with a yeah, trotter. Yeah. Take a moment, Lowell Creek, uh, et cetera, Vulcan, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I expect he'll be winning, and probably looking at the field he's in and the rating he's got, he'll be winning a few in a row fairly quickly. Now, Melton, mate, race nine, number two. I actually um, know uh, a bit about this horse. I actually named this horse. You named it, did you? Hmm. What's your connection with Mike Berger over here? He just rang me and asked me for a name, and, and I, I gave him this name, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't be due to your uh, penchant for um, making jokes constantly, would it? <laughs> you spoke the answer. You were supposed um, to just pull the say, other leg. I assume you're talking about. Yeah, yeah look, um, I am pulling the other I, leg too, I know mate. You're, yeah, I'm pulling the other leg. Yeah, <laughs> um, you have having, having a laugh. Um, I note there's been no ownership change here. Um, mm. I, so I'm guessing the owners have sent it, sent him over. Wouldn't surprise me. I know. Look, early on, this horse was kicking a lot of goals. Mike was getting a lot of interest in him to buy him, and the standard answer to everyone was. Nah, he won't pass a vet. He's got, he had a bad wind problem as a young horse. He had an operation, blah, blah, blah. Um, so maybe that's why he hasn't been sold. They've opted to send him over. Um, Mike's a great trainer. Um, he sent a few over on their mark to Australia in the last couple of years um, that have gone on and done a really, really good job. Names escaped me, um, but rest assured they, they did, did do a really good job. This horse hasn't been going as good as he can. He's just been stuck in the handicaps at Cambridge every second week um, and just there or thereabouts. But the best, if Andy and Kate can get the best version of this horse going, he's a serious horse. So I'll be watching with interest to see if they can get him to blossom again. Um, He's only had 40 starts. He's only six. So I still think there's plenty of racing ahead of him. Um, yeah, I just one I'll be curious to see getting back to the mobiles. Hopefully, um, might help him give him a bit of confidence, go forward, dominate a few fields, and he might be away laughing. Can he, is it, so you think he leads? Is he a sort of horse with gate speed, or do we just assume Andy seems to give well, him? Well, it's been that long. Oh, so you go through look at his race, yeah, you know, 20 of his last 25 starts have been standing starts off handicaps, so he's probably forgotten how to run the gate, to be honest. Um, but, look, I don't know the horse inside him, Kivik. I couldn't tell you one thing about it. I don't know if he's got gate speed or not. But, really, he only has to get across the one horse to find the markers. And you would think Kate will be handlebars down trying to hold the top. Um, I know the Rock and Roll King's got some speed outside him, so that may be a threat early as well. But, yeah, pull the other leg. Um, yeah, hey, look, we'll, let's just... The party line is... Um, let's just give him a start or two to find his feet. But, you know... Long term, I think he's going to be a horse to follow. Yeah, very good. I think, for whatever reason, I have faith in Andy <laughs> that this horse will have gate speed on Saturday night. For whatever reason, 
We've seen it with a number of horses. They come over and, and you've said to us, oh, I didn't have much gate speed here. And then Andy gets them, they just they just fly off the gate. So on that assumption alone, oh. it's it, uh, the one horse does have gate speed. It's from Tasmania. But I think Jack Law's smart enough to hand up and know what he's doing there and sit behind and pull the other leg. And I don't know, my gut feeling would be that that also go very, very close in that last race on, on Saturday night at Melton. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that might be the one for the week then. I guess Maddie's Tiger into Paul Davalek. That might be the the Valvoline Man's uh, special multi for the week. That's the good oil. The good oil from Garrick. Yeah, that's the good oil. <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, Valvoline do sponsor SEN. Uh, they don't sponsor this show at all, but uh, they are certainly getting some extra mentions, which we might have to sort something out. You and I, you know. Look, I rack, I rack up a fair few miles in my car, like most racing <laughs> participants. Um, maybe Valvoline wished to send me a gift basket of oil, given the huge number of uh, upswing and um, and listeners about this time every week. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I do a few miles as well, mate. I've, uh, I've had uh, judging two nights this week already, and uh, off to Mildura on Friday, which is. A fair trip, so uh, I know all about the miles. Thank you very much for coming on, Garrick, mate. We'll do it all again this time next week. Beautiful. Speak to you then. See you, mate. There's Garrick R. Knight, and you can get in touch with uh, Garrick uh, on Twitter. Is probably uh, how a lot of people get hold of him, or uh, it is via his uh, Gmail account, if you want. That is knightexports at gmail.com. Uh, or just get in contact with me if you really want to get hold of him. I can put you in touch, which I have done so before. Now, uh, let's get our last break for the half an hour over. And uh, I've got a big second hour still to come, so we'll preview that on the other side.